3: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in-depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
0: Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, Arizona is so screwed up that we had to have Haley on the
3: show, so welcome, <laughs> Haley. Hello. I'm also joined, as always, by Sarge. Yeah, I'm just here wondering why the ultimate thunder tank is five hundred dollars. But that's just a me question. Yes, so. and the mysterious L.
0: Hey, what's up, my beautiful babies? It's cool cat L here with his slick <laughs> back hair. <laughs> I thought you were watching Man Ready Savage that was- yeah. no. That would be like this. <laughs> this is like a smooth. I'm gonna try to sell you cigarettes,
1: lad. Hey,
0: <laughs> I see. Have you ever have
1: you ever considered racing? <laughs> we could do ch- we could do chicken runs towards the cliffs by lover's lane <laughs> now I it'll be like... easier to score your chick when
0: you're in a flaming car accident
3: <laughs> yes absolutely and you can be ghosts i'm pretty sure that's a horror movie
0: yeah <laughs> Well, you you could you could be uh, dead. The wind could tell you that you're dead, but you don't believe it after you have your car accident on in your um, chicken race cause it just, that's maybe the it maybe work. the
1: gimmick will be like that first Goosebumps book, and at the end of it, it is revealed that everyone in the town is a ghost except for you. You, the pro tag.
3: You were the only one who was not a ghost. You said <laughs> you said chicken race, so I pictured all of this as like looking like Wallace and Grummet, which that's is chicken run. run. Yeah, yeah. A,
1: class. Which, but, a, a run is a type of a race, but not all yeah. races are runs. <laughs> Still, for instance, whole... for instance, while you might race if you have the runs, the runs themselves—it's not really a race. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 it's just more the painful consequences of too much Taco Bell. That's how this works. So, yeah.
1: So, so look at us—we're start, starting off strong. We're talking about some some stop motion animation. And Mm -hmm. diarrhea, just like like our Q&A podcast always is.
0: Yeah, (laughs) cheap shots at American fast food companies. Boom, take that random American fast food company that we don't like for some reason this week. Well, Well, I hope you guys have more cheap shots at the tank
1: because it's time for us to start talking about Arizona and on amuse bouche
3: It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche
1: Dog, I don't even know what the fuck is going on in Arizona. And light that's not me being hyperbolic. I Just literally do sand. not know. It's
3: <laughs> All red states are going crazy, but Arizona is going for the belt. It's a cage match, and they're all climbing for the 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 briefcase at the top. Tennessee, I was too busy Missouri.
1: watching Cocaine Bear over the weekend to be plugged <laughs> yeah. into the news. Was so Mike and or Haley, why don't you tell me what is going on? Well, well me and the listeners, I guess. First, cocaine good. Yeah. Uh, was Cocaine Bear good? Yeah. Was Cocaine Bear good? I mean, it sort of depends on what you're going for, right? I'm looking like, for
2: a cocaine bear.
1: The, oh, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody <laughs> does some cocaine. That little kids, coke, bear, coke,
3: adults, coke. There's coke all over the place. I'm I'm waiting for meth gator. Yeah.
2: Does anyone well, know what's been happening in Arizona?
3: I I no. was just here. I was just going to be here to
0: correct Sarge that he was thinking of a ladder match, not a steel cage <laughs> match. I'm a ladder to secure the briefcase.
3: And Can thus, they have like, a ladder in the cage?
0: Uh, I don't, they don't I don't think they've done a cage match with a ladder match stipulation on top of it. That, that would have been... that they have not, They've not crossed that, the streets that, like
1: that. That is not what Sarge asked, my friend. He asked if you could bring a ladder into a cage, which, <laughs> yes, absolutely, it's been you done could. like a trillion times. Yes. Okay, so like, but I was referencing... You, if if you're talking about Japanese hardcore wrestling, uh, the cage has a ladder in it and also is floating on a pool, and the pool has alligators on the outside that are very hungry. Yes. But they, I, I was, they, was
3: referencing the red state ladder match that is happening right now.
0: Yes. And the, and, I, and I will also correct you. Arizona went to Biden. We got two Democratic senators in Arizona and a Democratic governor. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's complicated. It's did purpley, it, did it's it go blue, to Biden pretty – Pretty sure they counted again. We and we had to count it like seven times. This, this is how Haley got on the podcast. This is how she became our, <laughs> our Arizona correspondent. Because as much as, like, Sarge was just like, Arizona's a red state. And Arizona's Republican Party wishes it was still a red state. And as they're watching the state slip away from them, they're like, no, no. So they're doing all this shit, which is now what Haley's going to inform us on.
2: It's a lot. It's been yes. going. It's been going on for years now, because <laughs> the legislature is still slightly majority Republican in the yep. House and Senate. Does anyone? Does anyone know anything that's been going on? In I, no. I, I
0: I do, but you, it's
3: your job.
2: Okay, yeah, the floor Give is us yours. A rundown because it's gonna be. They're gonna be the new Q and characters. You know, they're already doing like spaces with Stu Peters and like Tina Peters, so. All these Peters. <laughs> hey, I
1: got a I got a fever over here, and I I can only be cared by information about Arizona. What's going on
0: with Arizona?
2: <laughs> okay, so last Thursday there was a hearing in the election committee, um, and the election committee has been recently, um, being like headed by Wendy Rogers, and if you don't know who that is, she's like the most batshit. Oh, oh like
0: we know well of Wendy Rogers.
2: Yeah, she she's is, she's
0: we, we, we talk about her on the podcast all the time. She's so, a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh do, do we have a short and dirty version? Because we're um, the true believers the short Every, and dirty everybody's version, comic.
2: I can get real quick. She's a carpetbagger She ran like six times and uh finally found a good spot in Arizona that would elect her. Um and now she's just gonna like stay pretend she lives there from from now on. Um she spoke at AFPAC, which is Nick Fuentes' um oh, wow. conference. With, yeah, and she's chances. also like legit tw- tweeted out like, We love you, Nick Fuentes, we think you're based. And like, I'm based because Nick Fuentes has said I'm based, kind of shit. You know? She's super into she's she's really into the Confederacy. Um you know, every uh, yeah, she's just one I, of those She's she, you can I'm, call her a white supremacist. I think pretty comfortably.
3: I'm sure Aiden Ross is going to have her on kick any minute now. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she's and when the election was happening, she
0: was talking about jailing all of her fellow Democrat Congress people and so on. Like oh, basically, cool. if you were if you were involved in the 2020 election, you were going to be in jail any day now because Wendy Rogers was coming for you. That's just the way it was going to be.
2: But she's also kind of untouchable in the Arizona Republican Party because she makes bank off of all her bullshit. Like she, uh, all throughout the election, the audit, the Maricopa audit, she was fundraising off of that. And like, did she, she learn that
3: from MTG, or did MTG learn that from her?
2: I think it's just they're they're all a, a grifter is a, a universal thing. <laughs> but, yeah, um,
3: you're not wrong. I I just think like we've we talk about MTG a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, and she definitely figured out the most successful. So far, she's the one who's landed the dismount best from using Q to get elected and then like jumping into actual politics. But
2: yeah, you yeah, um... know, <laughs> it sounds
3: like Wendy Rogers is a little too <laughs> up to do. that. Yeah, she's
2: super extreme, uh, even like like she she claimed that the Buffalo mass shooting was a false flag
3: oh, well, they all do that.
2: Yeah, that one explicitly, she was, like, making jokes about it. Like, yeah. Anyways, um, she's an awful person. And, yeah, the election stuff is also, like, she's definitely the top-tier election denier here, probably besides Mark Fincham, but he just lost his seat and didn't get elected to Secretary of State. So she's definitely the winner. And she's in charge of the election committee. So since she's been in charge of the election committee, like... They've just been passing a bunch of bills that are not ever going to become law here. Like, you know, kicking people off the voter rolls and um, banning, like, vote by mail, which 90% of the state does here. Are you guys
1: trying to cancel the Democratic Party out there? Are you trying to cancel a little Democrats? bit. Right.
2: That's happening in Florida. So we're kind of doing a similar thing. The Republicans are forcing like a super majority for all bills to pass. So it's like if the Democrats want to pass anything, they need all the Republican support, uh, which is not going to ever happen. <laughs> so, but- yeah, they're kind of trying a similar thing, too. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, Hob- but Hobbs would veto that bill anyway. So it's performative. I mean, it's performative. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so- so everything they're doing right now cannot pass because luckily – Katie Hobbs won by a little bit. So, if if uh, that's why like the states where it's like yeah, Tennessee and Florida and and Texas like good luck to people there right now. Like yeah. we oh, might be yeah. crazy, but at least we do have like a little stopgap, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ms- Missouri's in that letter match as well. Yeah. We 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 said it's okay for kids to carry guns.
2: That oh, for little, sure. Cool.
3: That's a law we passed recently. Yeah. yeah,
2: we have we have similar <laughs> Okay,
0: so let's get to the meat of the new nuttiness, which is this person went to this committee and gave testimony, which has led to all the shit I'm seeing from QAnon. So, let's talk about that testimony and who gave it and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah. So, with Wendy Rogers in charge, like they've just been parading like a bunch of election deniers that have basically been involved since the America Audit and like early Stop the Steal days. Like Seth Keschel also spoke on Thursday. <laughs> Nice, um nice. but the woman who spoke on thursday who is causing the big drama her name is jacqueline brigger um she's a insurance agent out of scottsdale which is like the fancy area here
3: yes i am anyway, i'm even aware of scottsdale
1: i mean i've heard of it but you could have equally have told me that it is a notorious slum and i would have been like yeah, okay
2: <laughs> because i just don't know
1: shit about arizona in general you know what i mean
2: oh yeah um so in her speech, I literally had to write this down because it's like she'd be accusing everybody of right. crimes. So this wasn't an official election committee. So, like, yeah, this is on, like, the taxpayer dime. This is like it, it goes in a, like, public record. You know, it's kind of like a you're not supposed to accuse people of massive crimes at this. You know, so anyway, during her speech, she went on this big, long 40 minute speech About how um, basically everybody, like Katie Hobbs, a bunch of uh, Supreme Court judges, legal specialists, court specialists, CPS, Runbeck Election Services, um, Stephen Richer, the entire city of Mesa, um, the entire Mormon church, of all being part of this housing deed scam that is... uh, Run by the Sinaloa cartel.
3: (laughs) Wow, that was a list that never stopped.
0: Um, Sinaloa cartel is the Mexican drug cartel, yes, that's the one that was founded by El Chapo. Okay, so that's that. So, so we now have El Chapo's drug cartel literally in control of Arizona party, (laughs) party politics, they just run the whole state. I didn't know that Arizona was controlled by Mexico. You learn something new every day, yeah. Yeah. So
2: the the big scam is like they're claiming that the the cartel is like funneling money uh through just like a, a housing like scam um and they provided a list of names um that so it's like Adrian Fontes who's our secretary of state is supposedly on the take uh but like if you look at the name they, and the address they provide it's not even Adrian Fontes it's like some dude named like dave fontes it's just like everybody <laughs> was similar names you know and also the point person like in the person that was kind of like that that they were saying was like serving as the point person between the cartel and all the arizona officials was a woman two women mm-hmm. that um happened to be this woman's um so all her evidence, she said, came from a man named John Thaler, who she said uh, you have to check out his upcoming book to uh, <laughs> Wait, get all she the
3: put ev- her, her evidence for incredibly liable claims behind a paywall? That's yeah. not how that works. And it,
2: she didn't say this during the testimony, but it's her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and please two- subscribe
1: for more boyfriend updates. Yeah. 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 Woo. <laughs>
2: And the two women that are supposedly, well, that they're lying about, but supposedly serving as the point person between the cartel and the Arizona election officials, just happens to be his ex-wife, his bitch ex-wife. Oh, um, man. Of course. And uh, her mother-in-law, you know. Um. So uh, he has a history of kind of like, this is actually really sad, because uh, uh, he, ha- he has a history of like abusing this woman. <laughs> Mm. um and like um filing frivolous lawsuits against her so this is kind of just another like example of him like abusing her and um kind of like making her life miserable by claiming she's part of like these big schemes um and the arizona republicans just happened to host that as if it was relevant to anything with elections <clears throat> but because she named names, like she said, like Stephen Richer is, you know, taking money from the drug cartel. cartels. Yep, he's suing, and a few other people are considering suing. So the Republicans who hosted this immediately started to like distance themselves from the hearing. <laughs> like it's liable as fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh Um, no there's a lot of heat on this don't i man that that dominion lawsuit never went away i don't yeah yeah oh
0: yeah um so there was in the also they had someone when wendy came out with a statement where wendy herself was just like i also disavow with that crazy testimony from that person no bueno i did not sign off on that And you had a lot of people replying to Wendy's uh, distancing yourself statement by being, Wendy, no, you're the ultimate true believer. She's on the take. Yeah, now she's (laughs) part of the Sonoma drug cartel. Now she's part of El Chapo's gang. Wendy's also like, yeah, running running fentanyl across the border for her drug lord kingpin overlords. I don't know,
1: man. I just talked to that group of very well dressed, uh, flashy Mexican fellows over there. They said they have never, they don't know what's going on. They've never <laughs> heard of this person. <laughs>
0: I just love the idea of Man. this list. This list, and you see on the list it says uh like Catherine Hobbs, and they're like, There it is, Katie Hobbs, we got her. It's like, no, it's not her address. That's not her name. It's like, no, it is. We, we she's part of the, the cartel. She's in uh it's this kind of uh snipe hunt. It's like ch- just chasing after ghosts that is it's what makes QAnon and all these conspiracy theories so exciting because you're You're fighting the ultimate bad guy, and and you never know who it's going to be. Today, it's a Mexican drug cartel. Tomorrow, it's going to be George Soros. Next week, it'll be Bill Gates. It just never stops. Like, who the ultimate villain is, just just wait. You're going to find out a new one any day now. Uh, One of my things that makes me laugh so much is the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab are in none of the Q-drops yet all of QAnon hate the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab now, because Alex Jones has been talking shit about them for like three months now. Dude, the word that- economy is in them. That means they are bad, and
1: probably <laughs> yeah. Jewish well, or whatever.
3: <laughs> yes. Jones has hated Klaus Schwab for like ten years, but yep. he's reignited that flame.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that reminded me, like, uh, there was a clip from alex jones where he was like oh i know who q is but intelligence officials have told me not to disclose it what intelligence officials why are you obeying anyone alex let it out bt dubs anyone alex named would be unimpressive and demoralizing so um yeah so i I would i'm I'm rooting for it though if you ever did if you ever actually did the whole hog i'm naming q and i'm coming for him because i don't like him even though it's the exact same shit i'm doing only a different flavor I mean, bully on you. So maybe you could earn like an extra $600 to go towards your $1.5 billion settlement. You got to <laughs> cough up there, buddy. <laughs> well, as far as I
1: know, we have we have more Arizona nonsense to talk about, but we'll be saving that for later while we move on in the boosh to what is probably my favorite thing that we're going to be discussing this week because, God, it just tickles me funny. That's right. We have cause to talk about America's favorite shitty comic strip. <laughs> no, not that one. And no, not that one either. In fact, I can probably give you a few guesses before you landed on Dilbert. Everyone's favorite (laughs) comic strip that makes people say, I'm still making Dilbert? Uh, (laughs) So why why would we possibly have to be talking about Dilbert on our QAnon-related podcast, Mr. Mike Raids?
0: Uh, because Scott Adams went on a racist tirade where he talked about how black people and white people don't get along. So maybe white people need to separate
3: themselves from black people. <laughs> the okay, like- for, for listener: This is the creator of Dilbert. Scott yes. Adams, yes. Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, said that. He also says he, that he's identified as black for the last couple of years because he wants to be on the winning team. Um so, oh,
1: yeah. He's, he has said all sorts of nonsense over the course of his oh, yeah. career it's
3: great uh, um,
1: but, but specifically specifically the 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 straw that broke the cable's back as it were was uh, yeah him just straight up saying there, there's there's no way to solve this problem, so white people should just quote get the fuck away from black people
3: yeah yeah to, to quote thirty rock separate the races <laughs>
0: So, yeah, Scott did this, and he got the blowback that you would expect from this event, and he, of course, is whining about I'm being cancelled! Argle bargle! Yeah, he got cancelled immediately. It turns out that being
1: openly raised is a good way to get cancelled right away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, So weird. And, of course, we have to have everyone's favorite owner of Twitter and resident right-wing racist himself, Elon, jump in and be like, hey, Scott, I'm the media is so racist. And, he, and my favorite part of Elon's defense of Scott Adams was saying that, Oh, the media is against whites and Asians. And I just, I love when these racists try to like confer whiteness onto another race. And they're like, Hey, Asian people, you can be white now if you want, like, here is our official invitation to the white club for Asian people. If you'd like to re- be in the white Where club. Where does
1: Elon's money come from? Isn't it an emerald mine in South Africa? Yeah, it's yeah, really so weird, so, so weird that, it, that he wouldn't be on team black people. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: an extra bizarre. Uh, oh, so weird. Yeah. A- 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 Apartheid mine Clyde is uh, not not cool with black people. Knock me over with a feather. I can't believe it. So that's weird. That's so strange. Like also, oh,
1: man. This is, this is a good way for me to segue into, into a cross I've been having to bear recently I don't know what it is. I don't know what I searched, what I accidentally watched, or what have you, but the algorithm has started feeding me stealth-like conservative slash white male (laughs) incel-related stuff. Like There have been a couple of these content creators on YouTube that the algorithm has been recommending to me a bunch, and I was like, fine, I'll finally fucking bite, and I'll listen to one of these. And I got like, nine or ten minutes into this 14-minute thing before they're just like... And another point I want to make about Marvel movies is that in Marvel movies, you are not allowed to be a white man anymore. They hate white men. And I'm just like, whoa.
2: Classically. <laughs> the MCU.
1: But I was just like, yeah, Thor, historically, not in any of those movies. Tony Captain Stark. Captain America.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Captain America,
1: all quite bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what? What? Uh. So then, like, I noticed that was happening. I had to, like, fucking, like, I, like, I, it like, I had to tab over to my YouTube and just be like, no, YouTube bad, thumbs <laughs> down. What do you, what do you want about? And that happened twice in the same day. Two different content creators, like, the exact same template, essentially, just bitching about the Marvel movies <laughs> and then eventually getting to the point where they're just like, and you know how every, no, every woman, especially women of color, is just way smarter than white men. And I'm just like, no, YouTube
3: bad. I don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> That's that's what the – so I occasionally listen to a podcast on guys who debunk right-wing nerd grifters, uh, and that's what the algorithm is pushing on these right-wing nerd grifters. Now, they once again need to complain about the MCU and how it's going woke and uh, – yeah, that, that's that's what they're all pushing right now. Because I hate Mania to say because I'm sure that a lot of our listeners did not like She-Hulk, and they have perfectly good reasons for not
1: liking that show. Mm-hmm. But I have found that it's a pretty strong litmus test that if one of these fucking people start ranting about how bad She-Hulk was, I'm just like, woof. This guy's about to go incel in, like, T-minus two minutes to incel on this guy. <laughs> like, about to go full men's rights activism on me here in a second. Because She-Hulk was like, even if you didn't like it, it's like a huge whatever. It's not like the Eternals or some shit, you know what I mean? You watch that <laughs> show and you don't like it, you're just like, whatever, it's not my taste. But these guys are just like,
2: no, it's,
1: it's their cool. whole identity,
2: just like Ghostbusters 2 or whatever became their whole identity.
1: Yeah, the female like Ghostbusters. Like, incredible yeah. She-Hulk. Uh, we, we,
0: oh my God. Uh, it's for so boys like, only. For really-
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yuck city.
0: Yeah, I I love that kind of stuff where it's like women characters are destroying our world. And I just don't understand how you can just get into that mentality where I need to see lots of white men on my TV or in my movie or else I'm going to be mad. And if any of those white men turn out to be gay or trans, also unacceptable. They have to, I mean, it's just, you have to be a cishet Christian white dude and just all of that, and other, otherwise, this entertainment is unacceptable to me. I am just very well, upset about it. And you it know all where people started with
1: really, especially love their their white men in the Dilbert comic strip. Sorry, yeah, I it all it started when
3: UPN canceled the Dilbert cartoon because Scott Adams said because he was white. If he, had, dude, he that, said,
1: what, what what sort of monkey paw wish was it for that guy to get the Dilbert cartoon on UPN? Yeah, <laughs> like for for those of you at home who may be too young to remember UPN. Uh, Before the seed, C- like, so way back in the day, there was a struggling channel called UPN, which catered to sort of more of a urban demographic, typically, let's say, like, you know, Martin, stuff like that. And then there was the WB, uh, which catered to more Caucasian people uh, and like, you know, did like animation for kids or whatever uh, that you may remember. And then they were both struggling. So at some point they Herculean style, like smashed themselves together. And crystallized into a new, more perfect form called the CW. And in this process, they got rid of. They were just like, we're getting rid of all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Now
1: we, now we just do programs by whites for whites. <laughs> Enjoy Riverdale. Uh, so, <laughs> so way back at the... So it, it's shocking to me. Like I forgot that it was on UPN. Like UPN yeah. was like like my friends who were like Spanish and you know black at the time or whatever. They all they like sort of claimed. UPN, like a lot of them were just like, yeah, this is like our network. This is the this is the per- this is the shit that's got programmed for us.
4: <laughs> yeah, so, so
1: Dilbert a- to have this racist, this apparently racist created stupid white workplace comedy on it. Also, Dilbert has like never been funny.
2: What's Dilbert about? I don't even know what Dilbert's it's, about. It's a guy like.
3: in an office. It's just oh, about cool. an engineer, <laughs> an engineer working in an office and. The manager has no idea what is happening with the engineers. Uh, There's Dilbert's buddy is always like the slacking off engineer. He works very hard at not working. Uh, Dilbert's dog is smarter than him and his name Dogbert. Oh, is this some
2: Scott Adams? Like, is he trying to tell us something? Is his dog smarter than him?
3: Probably. And there's the... (laughs) the evil director of HR, Catbert. Um, yeah.
2: Good stuff. I, I read a lot
3: of <laughs> Dilbert when I was, like, in high school. And no. I remember finding <laughs> it. So shocked, considering how many characters you just rattled off. I didn't know that yeah. much about Dilbert. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, no, I
1: remember liking it 20 years ago. I know. Uh, now, so now, now going go over to our resident Dilbert correspondent, Sarge. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 20 years ago, Dilbert... Was funny. I I will stand by. I remember laughing at some of the strips, and I had never worked an office job at that point. I just thought that when the characters are just doing wacky things, it was I don't know, pretty funny.
1: Uh, I mean, she she was just different back then, right? Like I think it started in eighty nine, and like didn't exist
2: back then, so it was harder. It was easier to make. It was like early nineties
1: comic (laughs) stuff. Like the the goalposts were just so wildly different. Like uh, the Far Side made like an empire like a merchandising empire out of those comics and when you go back and read those comics now you're just like what the what the fuck were people laughing at this is just like it's so tame it's like it's like if your dad was trying to meme and it's just like what is going on here and it's just like yeah man like tastes evolve and and like you know we've we've refined a lot and we've come a long way so looking back at comic strips is especially like you know, it, 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 try try get a, try try sitting somebody down and showing them Garfield comic shows today Just be I'm like, a Garfield
2: supremacist. Don't come after him like that. Old. Are you
1: kidding me? Is this a bit?
2: I no. I love Garfield.
1: Garfield, is Garfield. the most incredible piece study for yeah. an intellectual property in the history of ever because you can modify it in any way and make. I it... just
2: love the Garfield memes. You know, like yeah, attack and dethrone God, and it's Garfield. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: Garfield as a meme is fine. I thought you were a Garfield as an actual comic strip. I love Garfield as a meme. I like, like the all, Garfield all the comic
2: strips where it edits what he says. Yeah, Garfield minus yeah. Garfield.
1: Yeah. Real field. Stroke what is the humor field. of
2: Garfield? Just dry. Is, right? yeah, it's
1: just so good. But, but when it's playing it straight, it's the worst thing ever. I have no idea... <laughs> It's like uh, it's like oatmeal. You know, regular ass oatmeal is like pretty boring and bad. But you can mix a lot of stuff into oatmeal to make it delightful.
3: Yeah. I I only remember actively laughing at a single Garfield strip ever, and it's, <laughs> and it's one from I think like before I was born, and it's just Garfield goes to swallow an entire turkey, and his mouth is around it, and John says, "If you swallow, I'll tie a knot in your neck." and Garfield just looking at him with his mouth around an entire turkey and uh, that i i remember laughing at that and never at another Garfield like again
0: like the only comic I can remember from back in the Halcyon days of comics that like stands up at all is Calvin and Hobbes. And like one day Bill Watterson was just like, fuck it, I'm out. And I don't want to make huge money off this shit. So no, you assholes can like do whatever you're doing with Calvin pissing on Ford or Chevy logos. Don't care. Just I'm not in this for the buck. I'm in this because I'm an actual artist. Like Bill Watterson is like, so the opposite of Jim Davis and Scott Adams We're like, I mean, Scott Adams, Dilbert isn't even the fucking drawings. It's, it's as close to stick figures as you can fucking get mm-hmm. and make it into a newspaper. Whereas like Bill Watterson was actually trying to do art. I mean, that guy was like working at it. So. Yeah. Uh, like uh,
1: my biggest complaint with Watterson is that I wish he had sold out because in doing the opposite, like, don't get me wrong. I respect him. And it's obviously the right moral call or whatever. But in doing so, it is like, fucking canonized him as some sort of, like, deity. And everyone's just like, oh, my God, what a genius. Like, he, he produced this timeless classic for the ages and then vanished. I'm just like, dude, I think Calvin and Hobbes is, like, okay. But I never fucked with it as a kid and as an adult. It doesn't strike me as the sort of thing where it's just, like, it's a timeless classic. I got to get to it. I'm like You know what I mean? I don't yeah. look at Calvin and Hobbes the same way I look at, like, Mouse or Watchmen. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's, like, like these, these <laughs> literary things. <laughs> you have to get to and like you need to experience, but yeah. I've heard people talk about *Covenant Hobbs* like it's that sort of experience. I'm like, really? The comic strip about the
2: kid imagining stuff with his tiger? It was okay. banned in my elementary school. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? So I never got to read it as a kid, and I was like, what's it about? Like, what's and what? What on? is, is it going to tell me that everything? the movie? Had I thought he pissed happened. on everything. Because <laughs> of
3: the no, flickers. that's just because Bill Watterson <laughs> refused to license it, and yeah, I figured out later. The people that <laughs> make them. I have it on my shelf right now. It <laughs> largely holds up, like Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, I can't imagine Dilbert does, because that's like... No, Dilbert's 90-
1: great. It's all perfect humor. Who can't, who can't sympathize with the co- with a white man in the workplace? It's the most yeah, malign of people culture. in the universe now, if <laughs> yeah. you, unless you haven't heard. Yeah. God.
0: Yeah, so Scott Adams got himself quote-unquote canceled, so he's going to become a right-wing grifter now, and he's got oh, Daddy sure. Elon backing him up, so get ready for right-wing Dilbert. A, a comic strip you can't block coming to Twitter any day now. <laughs> well, no, now, that I, that, that,
1: <laughs> yes. uh, now that Dilbert is tainted goods, maybe he'll make a new a new more conservative right-wing comic strip, and they can talk about how all sports are rigged. Yes. They're all rigged, Mike Rains, all of these sports competitions. They're all fucking scripted. Poor shit. Yeah, And of course, you know this, but in case our audience doesn't know this, explain to them why sports are bullshit and that you hate them.
0: Okay, so we had a laugh on the podcast when the Super Bowl happened, because right before the Super Bowl came out, there was this joke on the internet about how someone found the script that the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl by like three points over the Chiefs. And then we had to do a little revision of that and actually give the Chiefs the Lombardi. So again, at, at the time that that happened, I was like, okay, this is a funny jokey joke, whatever. Now I know that the Paul brothers are scum and that hating them is an important part of American daily life. But Jake Paul was involved in a fight against uh, the, uh, the brother of the heavyweight champion of the world, uh, Tyson Fury, uh, Tommy Fury. And they were going to have themselves an eight round boxing match. And people were talking about how this fight was going to be rigged and how if you go on the major gambling sites to bet on it, you can't bet on it because it's staged. They're like, they're doing stuff. Jake's just going to win. He's going to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know the Paul brothers. It's shady. It's a possibility. This could be rigged. That's fine. But then uh, somebody much like the Super Bowl, posted online, the quote unquote script of the Paul Fury fight. (laughs) And, The thing was, is that instead of people rolling their eyes and taking this as a a jape, I saw way, way too many comments going, oh, yeah, I knew it. I knew this shit was rigged. Of course, I got a fucking script for it. And I was like, guys, 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 let let, let, let me let me let's come into the huddle here. No, there's this is this is a joke. This is a Internet hoax. That because you hate the Paul brothers, you're now believing in because you want to think the worst of them. But no, this isn't a script for the fight. It's not rigged. It's not staged.
1: They should have known that it was fake if they had read even a moment of it because it did open with the line, but soft, what light through yon square circle breaks.
0: Yes. Uh, my favorite part of the script, which is again this was like the script they were supposed to follow for the fight, involved uh Tommy Fury having his eye swollen shut, requiring the rev- the doctors to check on him to see if they were gonna stop the fight or not, and I was just thinking, what are they gonna do? do they have like a prosthetics department or
1: like what, what's going on with that one, bud? Just one guy's just like, okay, at this point, to get your eye nice as well, I'm going to hit you with the B glove. So be be prepared to receive the B at the top of the ninth inning or the inning, a ninth round or whatever. Yeah. At the top of the ninth, I'm going to dig a B right at the
0: <laughs> exactly i was just, like someone someone brought that up they were like you can't fake a swollen eye what are you gonna do and i replied to that person and said tommy fury is just such a team player he's gonna let jake paul hit him in the eye repeatedly until his eye swells shut
3: because he's got to fulfill the
0: script
3: yeah you know you notice in professional wrestling that they don't fake swollen eyes because you can't like <laughs> they'll fake bleeding because they can cut themselves real easy. They'll, they'll fake getting hit because you can fake that pretty easy, but they don't fake swollen eyes that a medical professional has to come and look at because you can't fake swelling. Like- yeah, it's-
0: <laughs> yeah, it was so great just reading this like obviously fake script and then having people buy into it. And I was just like, oh, my God. And the thing about boxing is that if you're going to rig a fight, the whole thing is is what you call taking a dive. And in boxing, there is a thing that is real called the liver shot, where if you hit somebody right where the liver is, because the liver is covered by most of the rib cage, but not all of it. So there's a little bit of liver sticking out right below your rib cage. And if you get hit there, it like shuts your body down and you just drop and that's it. So it's like, if you're ever going to fake a fight, you just punch a guy in the gut and he goes, Oh, my liver crumbles to the ground. And then the fight's over and he loses and that's it. And, Fighters will tell you if you legitimately get liver shotted, it is the worst pain in the world for like 25 seconds. And then you're pretty much up and about. You're going to be sore for a few days, but whatever. So it's like, that's the ultimate fake out. It's the ultimate way to take a dive. you like, you don't even have to like get hit with a punch in the face. that didn't look so good. And they're like, Oh, I think maybe it was rigged. It's like, no, just punch him in the body. He'll claim it was a liver shot. No, wait. Their- you got
1: to, you got to talk to the, you got to talk to the fucking co- the, the, the makeup department and get the nice big fake goose egg on there. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, oh, oh the the competitors are in their corners and oh, uh, one uh of them is just really surrounded tight by a lot of people. It's hard to get a look at what's going on there exactly. Oh it's very difficult to see what's happening there. Best not to think about that. Anyway, uh sponsored by Bud Light, etc. And then when he comes back to him, it's just like, oh look at the
0: shiner on him.
1: Oh <laughs> that was <laughs> it.
0: Oh, it'd be great. You you see you see the cut man walking out of the corner, but instead of having like the the Q tip with like the, the the chemicals on it to stop the bleeding, you just see him with an actual glue gun walking out of the corner because he just glued the prosthetic onto his face to make sure that his his eye was nice and shut it'd be perfect.
1: Could you imagine? And then it falls off in the ring. It's like, oh my god, he knocked his face off. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, never before in have I seen such a devastating blow. <laughs> Oh my God, Jake Paul just knocked a giant chunk of his opponent's scalp off. The devastating scalp punch. He's been training for that in Tibet with the monks for years, apparently, to land that devastating blow. Anyway, so all, all the stuff
1: that we're talking about sure does make all these conservatives uh, look real stupid. And uh, thankfully, we're done with yeah. that now. Just kidding. It's time to get into our news segment.
3: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news.
1: Would you believe it? Apparently there's even more Arizona nonsense to talk about. (laughs) the superior Arizona nonsense,
3: the stuff that they saved for now. Are they raising the price on Arizona tea?
2: Never. No, (laughs) No, I hear that's one of those like Costco deals, like, you know, you're never gonna get a hot dog for more than a dollar fifty at Costco. Arizona iced tea is never gonna be more than 99 cents. It's like it's a price
1: twist, they're switching
0: over to Arizona coffee.
1: It always
2: will be, you know?
0: <laughs> yes. So, what is the hard news segment of Arizona's evil now? Tell us, Haley.
3: Clue us in.
2: Um. You guys remember the cyber ninjas audit?
3: Yeah. We, oh we, yeah. Yeah, we brought them up earlier.
2: Yeah. Um. It was a. It was. It was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. Yeah. So. Um. So news, we Sarah. have a new attorney general. Uh she's a democrat, Chris Mays. She won by a very slim margin, like literally hundreds of uh votes. I actually um,
0: saw a thing where someone said the covid deaths may have given her the seat. She was like one of the only re- officials yep. who may have <laughs> who may have won because Republicans refused to get vaccinated and enough Republicans died to get her over the hump and into the office.
2: Yep, 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 yep. get your vaccine. Yep. Yes. Um <laughs> So anyway, she um she kinda like exposed the last attorney general who's Mark Burnovich, the Nunchuck guy.
0: Yep, I know okay. all of him.
2: Yeah, um because he actually he he had been investigating the the claims of the Cyber Ninja Report and like a bunch of the election fraud claims. Um and his office found that it was all bullshit and he just never released it. Um <laughs> He literally dedicated 10,000 man hours to it, like over 60 lawyers and investigators to investigate every single claim that the Cyber Ninjas and everybody else was making. Um,
1: glad glad to hear more about Cyber Ninjas. I know. Yeah. And
2: uh, he just never released never leave. it. Everybody thought he was going to like, or like the the Republicans were going to actually kind of address that. Like, hey. You know, that audit that we um had, it was bullshit. You guys going to talk about that? And instead, the next day, we had the um little hearing that we talked about at the beginning of this segment. So, yeah. So
0: Yeah. So, literally, instead of exposing the fact that they had their scandal, their Cyber Ninjas audit – turned up no actual proof of what they were claiming. They, <laughs> they got they had no actual evidence for all the bullshit they were peddling. Instead of that, they had a lady come in front of a actual congressional committee in Arizona and just commit aggressive slander of all kinds of people in front of her to the point where people that were – anyone who was involved in that hearing might get their ass sued for letting her near a microphone at an actual <laughs> – actual committee meeting to like say these things that you you and you are all part of the Mexican drug cartels.
2: Also speaking of the cyber ninja audit, the the person who actually brought Jacqueline Bregger to the hearing is Liz Harris, if you guys know who that is. She's nope. a QAnon. She's a she's a recently elected QAnon believing um lady. Nice, who, nice, nice. She 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 did the can the canvassing during the Cyber Ninjas audit which technically wasn't on the books because it was illegal, so she did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um cool. she was the one. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no, I I can't remember her cuz she was like screaming that everyone has to go to jail and that this is on un- this is corrupt and like she she was she like talking, oh, she she was the one that was like trying to like gum up the works to prevent her own election from being certified because she was in one of those districts where like, they were like, don't certify it. They're like, well, if we don't certify it, you don't win.
2: Yeah. And she also housed Ron Watkins here when he lived here because she's a real estate agent.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's beautiful.
2: Oh, and she also popularized may Arizona be the first domino to fall. If you remember that during the audit days.
3: I do not, but that's pretty no. great. Good job. Well, also, well, yeah.
2: dominoes falling.
1: Like when you set up dominoes, you're you either want them to fall in a specific pattern to do something beautiful, or you do not want them to fall. Like <laughs> so, the implication that a domino falling is just always like strictly a good thing. It's just like, no, man, you're the first domino to fall. That means you fucked up.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. Like democracy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, like I, I, I like. Thankfully, they're somehow like a weird red state that's wearing a blue state hat but i don't understand it's just every all the news that comes out of that place is like a different fucking world it's so weird
2: <laughs> it was so funny though during the like the bregger was asked like so who invited you and it was obviously liz harris and liz harris is sitting there cuz she's on the election committee and she literally goes like this
4: <laughs> she gives a cut yeah. her <laughs>
0: so
2: aggressively too like that like a big cut like don't stop talking now <laughs>
0: Do not implicate me in this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I was doing this for funsies before it could actually be a crime, or at least something that could get me in actual civil hot water. Because this is the rare instant of unprotected speech. This is actually this is actually something that the First Amendment goes no, no, I don't cover this, motherfucker. No, <laughs> your your ass is out on your own. Don't don't be talking about me. The First Amendment's for all kinds of other shit, not this. Like, Want to burn American flag, an American flag? Go ahead. First Amendment. This? No. Hard pass. Just like, oh, my God.
2: So yeah, so, doing good.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so Brnovich just buried. This is basically what happened with uh, Trump. This story came out like a month or so ago where Trump had his people dig in to find out if the election was stolen from him. They told him it was not. He fired those people. He buried the report. And this is what happens to all of these right-wing grifters is they look for election fraud. It doesn't exist. And then they suppress the fact that they looked for election fraud. And it, well, there was none. Because maintaining the illusion that the election was stolen is like a very important part of right-wing politics. Like you, we, We're always going to lie about this to our audience because they want to hear it. They want to know that they got robbed. And it's bullshit that they got robbed. And that's how we keep the fundraising going. We keep people motivated, but not yeah. made, motivated, not motivated, not motivated to vote. Well, I think one of my favorite things was like Charlie Kirk on his show after the 2020 midterms had a lot of people calling in saying, well, I didn't vote because you guys told me it was going to be rigged. And like Kirk and his co hosts are sitting there going, ah, God damn it. <laughs> I can't believe our I can't believe this is a self-defeating prophecy we've created.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, unless now this is certainly giving them too much credit, but imagine if it was intentional. If they, 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 imagine if they were the producers saying it. They were just like, <laughs> hey, like we what we have here is we have people that are motivated to vote red. But if we get enough of them to not vote at all because they believe that votes are rigged then blue continues to win the state and we can keep them motivated. The red, the red people motivated
0: to fundraise indefinitely. Oh yeah. I can absolutely see that L- losing is winning in a, in a sense that like, this is, <laughs> Well, I mean, this was the thing that people said about Roe v. Wade for as long as it lasted was that, oh yeah, Republicans never want to overturn Roe because they're fundraising off of it, and if it ever got repealed, then the shoe would go to the other foot, and the Democrats would be the motivated party when it comes to abortion. And then Republicans, oh shit, they caught the car, they managed to overturn Roe, and then oh no, the money spigot for the Democrats opened up. I don't believe it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's how this works: is that when you achieve your goal, it Pisses off the other side and it also kind of placates you. Like Republicans and right wing grifters do a lot better. On the defense, they do a lot worse playing offense. Like, Alex Jones wants a Democrat to be president for forever. As, oh, much, yeah. as, Q, as much as 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 much QAnon love the God Emperor, they love being sad more. They love evil Biden doing evil Biden things to them because they get to talk about it and be like, oh, it's so bad what Biden's doing. He makes me so mad. But one of these days, we're going to get him. So, I mean, it's just... That that setup is just really conducive to like making losing a solid plan for these people.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, happiness writes white. Am I right, guys?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's
1: get angry and stay hating. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Unfortunately, we we do have to move on so that we can hit the rest of the nonsense headlines for the week. Uh, But it's good to see that Arizona is really still uh, out there doing its thing. By which I mean just being like. The, like, uh, I, can't believe, I can't believe there's not a Fallout expansion set in post post like like the waste Arizona where it's just like oh you guys hasn't really changed all that much and they're just like yeah we did alright <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were far enough away from anything of relevance that we didn't get nuked and we were all pretty crazy to begin with so some yeah. of us have skin that is falling off now but aside from that same old, same old <laughs> shit
0: yeah uh, so the uh, the California New Republic never tried to deal with Arizona in those games because I know I know that they existed and that was in, in my head canon. Now they just let Arizona be because they were okay. just like, "What's in Arizona?"
1: No, was like, back- besides heat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Vegas, like Fallout New Vegas, stayed in Vegas. They didn't. They didn't dare tread tread into the dangerous wilds of Arizona. No, point. because again, why? Yeah, true. Like,
1: We 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 have a Vegas right here. Yes. Anyway, Mike, let me ask you a question.
0: Okay, is there a war in Russia? <laughs> uh, I I would be led to believe yes that there is a war in Russia going on. However, uh, former like literal part of administrations like under Obama and Trump, General Michael Flynn, apparently not so sure if there's a war going on in Ukraine or not. Um, also, military and foreign policy expert Cat Turd two. On ye old's Twitter machine, one of Elon's besties, Uh, Cat Turd, posted a thing about how: Where is the video uh, documenting the war in Ukraine? I haven't seen any of it. Really, everywhere.
3: What? Yeah, go on TikTok. (laughs) You you
0: you can't miss it.
1: If I'm on Twitter for more than five minutes, I'm seeing some Russian get exploded.
2: Yeah, don't go on (laughs) Telegram. You'll see. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I like. I can't scroll TikTok for more than a minute without getting like, here's an update on the the war in Ukraine. And like, I have to source the information, but so far it's been pretty spot on. And I've I've (laughs) like literally watched a video from a college girl still in Ukraine showing her neighborhood and how bombed out it is.
0: Yeah. If you go on Reddit, you can find the subreddit where it's literally just, do you want to watch, like, grenades falling on Russians? Because that's what we have. We have the channel of just drones dropping Yeah, because
1: the drones that are dropping their grenades also just come equipped with cameras. So you get yeah, real yeah. time. Dude, it's li- like, w- it was recorded live. Check this shit out. This drone ter- turns four Russian men into no Russian men. Well, four <laughs> Russian men into four Russian corpses. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. it's drone City
0: yeah it's yeah it's like you we literally have if you want snuff films basically if you just want to see actual murder on the internet it's everywhere it's it's omnipresent this as one of the people because i posted i posted michael flynn's comment and it got picked up by literally everyone much more respectable people than me were like holy shit michael flynn what is wrong with you um They were pointing out that this is the most documented war in um, human history.
2: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind.
0: Every little bit of this, Ukrainians have smartphones. They're in the trenches videotaping themselves. All of this information is everywhere. The drones have cameras because... That is reconnaissance as having cameras on your drones, so you can see where your enemies are. And then when you find them, you drop your grenades on them. And that video can be uploaded to show people, hey, Ukraine is killing Russians, keeping our morale high, making Russians look bad and demoralizing them. Please keep money coming into us so we can kill more Russians and win this war.
1: Okay, but Mike, can I talk you down from war to special military operation?
0: (laughs) Fair, fair. I will accept film. I I forgot that we are a pro-Putin, aggressively pro-Russia podcast, and therefore we must always refer to what's going on in Ukraine. Look at this Uh, special
1: military operation. We can fit so many dead Russians into this. (laughs) Top. Oh, man. yeah, So many of these. It's not a war, though. Yeah. It's it's the special military operation at the end of which is going
3: to be like 300,000 people die. <laughs> the, the war is between the Russians themselves. They've made the most gains in the north, but it that's despite them not sending ammunition to their forces in the north. I don't remember the name of the type of people they have fighting up there. But like Russia is just like, we don't want to send them artillery rounds. And it's like, Really? <laughs> They're the only ones getting anything done. And- the the,
0: the, Wag- the Wagner group, all the Wagner. ex-cons and murderers. Right. Yeah, the, yeah, the Wagner group. That's like basically like almost a militia. It's like almost mercenary because they don't recruit like regular people. They're the expendables. It's literally that kind of stuff. It's suicide squad shit. It's like you you do this work, you get out of jail earlier. And you and they and that's why Russia's proper is not like giving them all these weapons, because they might just turn around and leave and start trying to like take over Russian cities. And also it really uh
1: it really makes you wonder, you know, like well, wonder's not the right word. Appreciate when they're just like, Hey, look, guess what? We we're pretty sure that Russia's doing some war crimes. It's just like, yeah, man. they feel like the part of their team on the field is fucking criminals, like actual, like fresh out of jail. Like, hey, we'll we'll take twenty years off your murder sentence if you fight yeah. Ukraine for us. It's just like, really? They're they're doing war crimes. I don't believe it. Russia. They seem like such upstanding people that were on death row in a Siberian <laughs> prison.
3: Russia stealing Ukrainian children. That that one still like fucking unnerves me to the core.
1: I mean, but, you know, in their defense, like, the adrenochrome that comes out of a kid who just saw his parents blown up to pieces in a war or a special military operation.
3: Yeah, how is QAnon <laughs> not going wild over that? We know for a fact Russia is stealing Ukrainian children. Because Russia are the good guys. So we're yeah. not going to
1: talk about that right now. Exactly. If Russia ever becomes the bad
3: guys, then they will
0: paint this part of history with a way different brush. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. L, L knows exactly how this works. This is the kind of thing... Your side can do no wrong. The other side can do no right, period. All this kind of stuff. uh, When the Dominion uh, Discovery leaked, QAnon didn't cover it. When all of Russia's war crimes are brought up, if they're addressed at all by QAnon, it is a false flag. It is deep state propaganda. It is all lies. They operate entirely from that position that we're doing the good thing. And anyone who says otherwise is wrong and is lying about it. So mm. the, yeah, the documented atrocities Russia is committing is just avoided, absolutely avoided by, by QAnon and QAnon promoters who just keep promoting the whole thing that this is a righteous war and Putin's doing it to conquer the bio labs that gave us COVID even though maybe there's not a war going on right now, but if there was a war going on, it's absolutely because of uh, the, the West trying to poison us with a global bioweapon. So
3: yeah. What, what are they going to do now that the wall street journals reporting that? Yeah. Maybe it came out of a lab in China.
1: Well, yeah. I saw I saw the headline about this, uh, about how the, the FBI is now backing the, the lab leak, uh, theory, and my first thought when I read that headline was, oh, boy.
3: Yeah. Here we Uh go. Oh, no. (laughs) God damn it. Joe Rogan's gonna talk about this.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so the lab leak thing came out again because the Department of Energy made, which... This isn't even their ballywick. Why the Department of Energy is getting involved in airborne pathogens is very confusing to me. But they came out with a report that literally said they have low confidence in the lab leak hypothesis. But But the Wall Street Journal just plastered it on there. DOE says lab leak is what happened. Now, the important thing about the lab leak conspiracy theory is that the people that are promoting it are not promoting it honestly. Because if you actually talk to people that talk about the lab leak theory, it is literally just people were working with a virus in a lab and one thing led to another. And one of them went home with uh, having contracted COVID from the work they had at their house at, at work. They brought it home. Next thing you know, COVID happened. Whenever you hear lab leak from QAnon or any right wing shithead, they mean bioweapon. They mean deliberate attack by the shy comms to try to destroy the world. And that is what any of these grifters mean when they say that they're not talking about some innocent scientist accidentally brought COVID home with them. And one thing led to another. And, and I actually got into the weeds on this stuff. And the thing is, is that the wet market is literally ground zero. And it is incredibly obvious. If you map out COVID cases, it started here. It started at the wet le- It started at the wet market. It did not start at the lab, which was far away from that. It, someone said it would be basically like saying there's two competing theories about where this came from. One is that it came from Bro- the Bronx, and the other one is that it came from Manhattan. And all the physical evidence we have points to the Bronx. They're like, the Manhattan truthers are like, no! This was Manhattan, damn it! Absolutely! And it's just like, because Americans don't know Wuhan, like, these, these two... Places are separated by a good amount of distance, and we have a lot of evidence that the from the market is where it spread from initially. And if you want to argue with that evidence and you want to have a go with it, that's fine. That's your prerogative, but you have to deal with it. You have to deal with the fact that the stall where it came from is something that people knew were, were worried about it happening beforehand.
1: I've never listened uh, to evidence, and I'm not going to start now, Mike. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I'm sorry. The the, the Department of Energy and uh, maybe the FBI, I feel like they were roped in there, too. I feel like it was like I think I saw that a couple of agencies had this low confidence idea and that that was giving this thing some sort of like extra weight that it shouldn't have at all. It's just like they're just like, we don't know, man. Maybe maybe it was the lab leak, whatever. It's just like, come I- on, shut up.
3: As soon as I saw that headline, I was just like, oh, no, I'm going to have to listen to clips of Joe Rogan, like, like mumbling his way through this.
1: The only the only clips of Joe Rogan anybody should be listening to are AI-generated clips of Joe Rogan. I
3: just saw one of those today, and it was The, the, AI, the AI clips of,
1: uh, of Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro just talking about shit are fucking, they just really make me bust up. The Ratatouille would still Still just makes me laugh thinking about it. It's,
0: yeah, we, we, yeah. So I, funny. I saw that one because we, because I had told you I had seen the, uh, the one about the beach that makes you get old last week on the pod. And you were like, find the ratatouille one. And I saw that one. So now I'm two for two on Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro AI conversations. I uh, thought, yeah,
1: the, the writing on Ben Shapiro in those is just so, he's just so perfectly petulant.
3: Yes. Uh, I, I link in our group chat, I linked the one where Ben Shapiro is schooling Obama, Trump, And Biden on their top five animes, and (laughs) uh, it's just such a a
1: weird trend to be happening right now. It's just like, hey, make make, use use AI to make the president (laughs) say weird stuff.
3: The Trump and Biden ones are scary good. Like Biden stumbles a little more when he talks. That's just like how he talks. So I know it's not him. But and I guess Trump stumbled a lot too. Uh, But man, the Trump one. The Trump AI voice is just bang on like the Obama one's not as great, but uh, I'm weirdly invested in the Trump Biden Obama Minecraft server AI voice TikToks that I watch.
1: I think a lot of it is because uh, it makes me really appreciate how much of what Obama's uh, like public speaking like gravitas was was his like cadence. Yeah, it's not it's not, it, not necessarily the way his voice sounds, but the the meter and like you know rhythm of his voice, and that that part is hard for AI to replicate. Like you can you can get the tone and stuff down, but there's no replicating the way the man talks. At least not yet. But AI is uh, getting scary good, so who knows? Yeah, maybe inside of our lifetime we won't need any more stupid actors. We could just watch all the same actors from our past being. You know, recreated digitally forever. Who who wants Harrison Ford in every movie for the next two hundred years?
3: Uh it's going to be real fun in the pri- the Republican primaries coming up. Trump's going to be saying all sorts of wild shit.
0: Oh, we we, are, we talked about that. How like, it's inevitable yeah. in twenty twenty four. They're going to make Biden say the N word, and they're going to try to pretend that he really said it. I mean, it's this is just going to be this thing where like Biden's racism confirmed and. It's just going to be this shit, and you kn- and you know Elon's not going to censor it on Twitter. Elon's going to promote it. Elon's going to be like, "Hey, this is probably fake, but I don't know." And just we like, just wanted to share it as a technical showcase. I'm not political. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, exactly. That's going to be oh. hair plugs. What hair plugs? <laughs> <laughs> yup. Oh. Mangled penis. One million United States dollars, et cetera. You yes. know the deal, Elon. Your yep. penis is so mangled. <laughs> Hey, Elon put this on himself when he said that any even the slightest glance of his penis could have you write it down, just make a beautiful sketch of it, perfectly like one to one to what his penis actually looks like. So it's it's on you, buddy, that you have like some sort of weird Medusa between your legs that could literally just. It looks like it. the Toxic Avengers' big toe. Yes.
3: <laughs> that so uh, that's a word picture you painted there.
1: It looks like Pickle
3: Rick. <laughs> But it doesn't talk like him anymore. They've, they they yeah. they have to recast that.
1: I can't I can't wait to get the slightly off version of Rick and Morty. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> can't wait to hear the voice lines where it's just very, it's like ninety nine percent there, but the one percent is maddening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of this horseshit. This sort of horseshit we usually say for our mailbag segment or for the segment before the bush, and we're not in either of those,
3: or are we? Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A.
1: That's right. Perfect segue into our mailbag segment, where, as I mentioned, we will talk about whatever we want to. And we may even answer some of your questions.
0: (laughs) That may happen. Uh, MeBad asks, what's the better propaganda slash fake college, PragerU or Hillsdale College? I've never heard of Hillsdale College. Have you heard of that, Haley?
2: Um, I've seen it. I think we have some here, but it's it's definitely Prager U. <laughs> yeah, Sarge.
1: Have you ever
0: heard of Hillsdale? I haven't heard of either of these.
2: I, I, have I you, heard, heard,
1: uh, wow, really? you ever heard
0: of Prager? Oh my god, yeah, Prager U is a very famous right wing. You've seen it.
3: You oh my god, be. Huss. Oh my god. Yes. I oh my saw, god, re- you're Perfect. Uh, well, do I want to Google it?
2: You've seen it. You've seen, You've seen, seen it. videos. You've seen influencers from Prager. U. You've seen Dennis Prager representing Prager. You saying dumb shit. You yeah.
1: stupid <laughs> fucking idiot! I can't believe you. <laughs> I, I, I love when a situation like this occurs. It like it happens with my friend groups all the time, where one person somehow is out of the loop on some small. You know who thing Dennis
2: Prager is?
1: And everybody's incredul- incredulity. He's literally just, like, just here. Fucking
3: moron.
2: Charlie Kirk. Yeah.
3: yeah, I see the Southern Poverty Law Center is writing about him. Yeah. So he must yeah. be great.
1: Uh, anyway, was- I've not, I've never heard of the other one either. So that means that th- three of us. So Sarge has not heard of either of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Haley has heard of both of them, and Mike Raids and I have only heard of Prager. So I think that Prager wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Dennis Prager was in Two Thousand Mules. He was the he played the doubting Thomas character. Uh, he was the, okay. He he was the guy that was like telling uh to t- um. Charlie Kirk and Seb Gorka. Guys, this would be the biggest thing ever, but I just need more uh, evidence.
2: And in Michigan.
0: Oh. Yeah. He,
1: he he was playing the Secret 2001 Mule, the one that you have to <laughs> you have to surf next to the SSA the and then you straight on recently. the pickup truck.
3: I I'm looking at a list of uh some videos hosted on PragerU and uh yeah, they're real bangers. We've got are the police racist? By Heather McDonald. Uh, blacks oh, empower, don't empower blacks. Hosted by Jason Riley. And Does it count
1: as a seminar if you just go there and they just go up to the podium and go yes and then leave? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this, I save possibly the best for last. Are some cultures better than others? Hosted by N- Dinesh D'Souza. So,
0: oh, I'm so shocked. They got not a white person to do the is white culture better than everybody else's culture one. Oh, they, they, that was one. They were just like like Dennis Prager or some other white guy, like Ben Shapiro or Charlie Kirk or some other white guy was going to do that one. <laughs> and they were like, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Having a white guy saying white culture is good is bad look right. Dinesh, will, Dinesh will do anything. Get Dinesh in there. The ribbon right. report
3: has hosted such guests as Milo Yiannopoulos and Paul Joseph Watson. Yep. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Clarence Thomas
2: was faculty at at Hillsdale, but also Pat Sajak is a notable trustee. So, you <laughs> oh, know, no, Pat.
3: Pat,
0: yeah. uh, Pat. Pat's a ter- terrible Republican. If you didn't know that, oh, really? I'm sorry. Yeah. Pat Sajak's a crazy. He spins Republican. the wheel. I know him, him and Chuck Woolery are our game show hosts who got pilled. It's really bad. This but what about, uh, what, what about this model of Vanna white? Uh, yeah, what's I she about? I haven't seen anything from Vanna, Vanna, Vanna plays it tight to the vest. If she's pilled, uh, she hasn't let it out there. So that's good. <laughs>
2: she's probably insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> th- thanks to the power of Phyrexia technology. She looks great for her age. She's at
1: her
3: 60s <laughs> now, right? Like, yeah. I, she's had like four kids. I think like, yeah, Vanna white, uh, like, go like caught on real early that hey I, I no one needs to know my opinions on anything and like you're untouchable if no one knows what you think. Yep, just keep pointing at them letters. That's all it that matters. Yeah,
0: yeah. They. Uh, I was trying to think. Oh, Damn, I she to look
2: good. <laughs> I re-
0: yeah, I remember when PragerU like first started and basically they pretended that they were serious for like five minutes because they actually. This is the one thing Prager, you actually did that was honest. They actually had a video about is this, was the Civil War about slavery? And they said yes. And then, like, two videos after that, it was just sort of are liberals terrible? Yes. I was like, fuck! God damn it, Prager, you you were setting me up. I was so close to buying in. I mean, that, that's why I,
1: at least I got that one critical part. I mean, this what what the cause of the Civil War was is a real touchy, nuanced subject. So I'm glad For they sure. finally came to the conclusion that it was about slavery. <laughs> yes.
3: I feel like a lot of people go on a journey with the Civil War where you come out of uh like public school and you're like, it was about slavery, and then you have a period where someone maybe in college uh, or like now the internet says it wasn't about slavery. It was more nuanced. And then you just come back all the way around again. There's like, it was about slavery. Like, the, yeah. see, I that, never had that the I, of I, I, I
1: started sort of, sort of pilled because again, I grew up in Georgia. So yeah. like I went to the Confederacy museum and shit like that. And I was just like, yeah, the civil war, heroic confederates. And then as soon as I developed enough brain to know what racism was, I was just like, oh, it was about slavery. And then when I got to high school, and some people were trying to talk to me about the other side, they were just like, no, man, it was about state states' rights. I'd just be like, states' rights to do what, motherfucker? Yeah.
3: States' rights to do what? Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, it was. Huh. A, it was about economics. It was all economics, the economics of slavery. Sure. Yeah. And, yes. Like. We, yeah.
1: we just, It's not about slavery. We just don't want the government coming in and telling us what stuff we can and can't own. Yeah. Yes. And, the, and this is just like stuff including... That's not not true. Uh, stuff yep. involving people. Yeah, st- that's called slavery. You dickheads. <laughs> yeah. You stupid fucks. Yes.
3: Yeah, no, I, I um, went on a little journey where I was like, oh, it's not about slavery. It was about all these other things and like slavery was a part of it and then you know I came back around.
1: <laughs> yeah oh. it's okay in my, in my early 20s I thought ladder theory was a thing we we yeah, we right. we were all cra- crappy shitty 20 somethings and now we're
3: hopefully better people. Yeah, yeah there's a point where you think Fight Club is like the deepest shit in the world
2: Yeah I was 12. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a midwit meme that is like uh, what you said, Sarge, where the the the, the person with the moron IQ says it was about slavery. And then when you get to the mean IQ level about the Civil War, it's it's like a paragraph of bullshit. And then when you get to the genius level of the Civil War, it was it's about slavery. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Zero (laughs) asks, it seems the QAnon conspiratorial mindset has gotten, quote unquote, into the water, so to speak. In a lot of Republican discourse. Do you know of any QAnon tropes that haven't entered the white right wing mainstream yet? Uh, the right wing hasn't debated JFK or JFK Jr. Being alive. <laughs> right yeah. now. So like, that's a good one. Uh, I don't think a lot of Republicans have talked about like hundreds of thousands of sealed indictments or any shit like that. They,
3: they tend to stay away from the more moon man stuff. They, they like all the racism and the, how it fires up the base, but they tend to stay. It seems like they stay away from the stuff that makes them look like idiots and makes for great sound bites. Uh, I well,
1: weirdly nobody uh, nobody seems to mention the time that Hillary Clinton got her passport revoked and then arrested on precisely that that date and time. The Q yeah. gave us back before they realized that they couldn't give us exact dates or times. Yeah, yes. (laughs) They were just like, she's going down tomorrow, son. You better believe it. And then uh, when you look back on that, it's just like, oh, this was before you were like a political movement where you were just like writing a funny story. Yeah. This is pretty fun to watch at this point.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really funny reading the first couple of Q drops where Hillary's passports being flagged. U.S. Marshals have detained her but have not arrested her yet. And I just I love the idea of that. I love the idea of U.S. Marshals like holding this woman who has committed unbelievably unfathomable crimes. But they're they're waiting for the, the call from their boss to cover and stuff her. And then eventually after like, I don't know, like three hours, they're like, Oh oh well, Hillary, you get to go free. We 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 the charges won't stick. She's, She's like, like, I'm gonna
1: carve your face. I'm <laughs> gonna carve your faces
0: Oh man, those marshals, they knew they knew because they saw the video. The video no one else can see, but they saw it. They know the truth. If only one day the truth could come out. Uh we could stop that we could stop that evil that evil witch. I'm gonna carve you like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Hillary sounds like the evil manager of Ivan Crusham all. She's definitely she's gonna turn her back on America. That's gonna be her brilliant heel turn. It's man, be-
1: I'm glad that you remembered Ivan them all because I totally forgot about Ivan
0: Crushamall. <laughs> I remember the gobbledygooker. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. So he, really, I think most of what the right wing wants from QAnon is the anti-vax bullshit and the election fraud bullshit because they see that stuff as motivating to their base. And it also just
1: goes with the times, right? Like, right.
0: Like yeah. coronavirus, like
1: pandemic is happening. It's the anti-vax stuff. Pandemic starts to abate. It becomes more about the political shit again, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's always going to be like mass shooting happens. And then for like three hot days, it's about guns. They just, uh, you know, they just sort of go with the times. They, 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 they mutate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whatever's, whatever's good at the moment is whatever can get people riled up. That's what they're going to go with. They're just going to work with that as long as it doesn't involve actually having to present evidence of the shit they're talking about or if they can get hit with a 1.6 billion dollar lawsuit from Dominion then maybe they'll back down from that so
1: yeah they used to they used to knew, know what it was and they changed what it was and it'll happen to you
3: <laughs> yeah yes, exactly <laughs> and apparently it's not illegal to give one side the other side's campaign ads before they've been released
0: yeah, that was, uh, I, I didn't have enough like information on that to really talk about it. But yeah, the whole thing where uh, Fox News was giving the Biden campaign ads to Jared Kushner to look at them before they they aired on Fox News. It's like, you know, maybe you're not a news network so much as you are a Republican propaganda arm because that is what you actually are. I mean it's it's really it makes me laugh so much when when Trump or QAnon is like Fox News is just as bad as the rest of them and 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 Fox is like we do everything we can. We're so please love us. We've give you Tucker. We'll we'll say anything. We we kiss Trump's ass 24/7. Please love us. And you just got like these QAnon people going we're going to right side broadcasting or OAN because they're giving us the real truth and Fox News is bullshit. And it's just like, because we had to call the election for Biden because that's what reality was. We're sorry. We're sorry that we have to be based in reality.
1: That's just your opinion, man. He's yeah. not my president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still saying,
0: uh, Haley Haley just sent me a photo of uh, 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 Governor uh, Katie Hobbs all face tatted up because she's part of the Sonola cartel. So that's uh, definitely what's going on here. Uh, they're, they're, the they're there? It's the yeah, Cinnabon, yeah. Cinnabon How cartel. How many people
1: do you think she's decapitated? Two? 300? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: she, she's definitely decapitated
1: it so oh, is, cool. is, 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 she's is, is she part of MS-13 or is
3: do, you think she has, 13? do you think she has two of those like super cool engraved pistols
2: <laughs> absolutely
3: <laughs> I, I, I watched a, a video on a guy who does that and like it, it was actually really cool this is this old man and he works in his son's taco shop during the day and at night he engraves pistols <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, I, I'm really proud that Hobbs waited until she got elected so she could get, she could get the Gov Hobbs knuckle tats. <laughs> throw that up to the camera let everybody know she's the governor. It's great. All right,
1: everybody, now it's time for us to do our best impersonation of a Mexican gang leader. Sarge, go.
3: All right, hold on. Can I this? I have to channel the Taco Bell dog. I was around when they still uh, did racist ads. Do you think that
1: Taco Bell dog was a gang member?
2: Absolutely. Just like uh, uh just like Machete. Taco Bell is a industry of gangsters.
3: <laughs> Do I yeah, think the, the, Taco the Taco Bell, Bell, Bell dog was a gangster? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That dog Dude. was connected.
1: I don't know. I, I was sort that, of I, I, I sort of expected that he was more like the uh, the the first Mandarin in Iron Man 3, like the the, the one where it's just like he's all bluster. Oh. <laughs> like like on camera, he seems great, but then behind the scenes you're just like, Oh my god, it's a Taco Bell dog. You're just like, for the line. And he's just like, no, thank you, chap. (laughs) Jesus
3: Christ. I'm so That's for when I'm on duty, sir. I'm so old and just, I'm a huge nerd, but you said he was like the first Mandarin. And I was like, why is he talking about an orange? And like, I've lost the thread so hard there for a sock.
1: I have never talked about an orange in my life. You know this. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? How dare you accuse me of this?
0: Uh, Cleodora Silvestri asks, uh, considering the amount of cash Mike Lindell has blown on chasing conspiracies, failed lawsuits he initiated, and active lawsuits against him from Dominion, and yet he's not bankrupt, which billionaire or nation is most likely funneling cash through him to sow chaos? Russia. 100% Russia's giving him money. If he needed to get propped up by somebody, Russia would absolutely see him as a chaos agent. Mm. Elon actually has an entire
2: house of my pillow. It's just like the whole... House is lined with my pillows, so Elon. I are you are you, are, are you
1: are you saying so you want to go with house and not fort? Mm. Yeah, it's
2: a pillow fort house mansion.
1: So it's cool. it's a, a my pillow fort
3: house mansion. You
1: heard that's it, where right. he tweets
2: from.
3: Yes, I I think I've told the story on the pod before, where my my partner's mother was just like, "Now some of our pillows are my pillows, and we we know you guys don't <laughs> don't like them, so yeah. you don't have to use them if you don't want to," and we're like they're pillows you already bought them it's fine yeah. you probably wouldn't even know if you hadn't told us and like... yeah in,
1: in general i think i'd like most of the time i'd be pretty confused if i was over at someplace house and they're just like oh yeah just a heads up these are my pillows and i'm just like yeah man i know like i'm at your house and, like i'm not trying to take these with me what the fuck are you talking about and it's like no these are like the brand my
3: pillows and i'd be like oh who cares
1: yeah, <laughs> like, I, th- I thought you were trying to tell me not to steal your pillows like a fucking crazy person.
3: I uh, like I yeah, I, I don't know how much more damage I could do to that brand than he's already done to himself. Like he, he fucking he's burned so much money.
1: Yeah, but if he's listening to this, he should give us some of that money before it dries up.
4: <laughs> yes, yes. Dude, absolutely. I'll
3: say that your pillow is
1: the bomb diggity. I'll say that your pillow cured my uh impotence, if for the right price. <laughs> For the right price, I will feign an impotence that your pillow is cured. I'm like, dude, mm. these pillows get me so fucking rock hard, you wouldn't even know. Can't can't help but lay on these pillows and want to fuck.
0: <laughs> My pillow makes me want to fuck. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like...
1: the campaign they're looking for, right?
0: <laughs> Pro-
3: promo code Mysterious L. There you go. <laughs> promo code in- Hard L. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, do stores even carry them anymore? I think they're at, like, Kohl's, and that's no, it.
1: No, because they kept having to kick me out. <laughs> they were <dead>. oh.
3: <laughs> they just
1: eventually they just got rid of the displays cuz they they figured it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> it got real embarrassing to take you to Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh
1: dude, dude like uh, like I was going Bed Bath and Beyond uh, the pair of undies that came.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how you're going to land that one but you got there. Yes.
1: I barely <laughs> choked it out before laughing at my own joke. I'm <laughs> God, I'm such a narcissist. I
0: think I'm the greatest. <laughs> hey, we've often said that L has an audience of one and that's him. So if it makes, if it makes L laugh, it works. Yeah.
1: I mean, dude, if that's the case, it's standing ovation every night.
0: <laughs> so uh, thank you for the question. Uh <laughs> Ken uh, St- uh, Stacknick who told how, told me how to say his name so I, I got it right this week says Sir Freddie Potatoes wants to know what is your favorite swashbuckling movie or show and uh, Freddie this week is uh, dressed up like he's in chainmail like a little knight
3: getting ready Okay so spike. so that's is
1: intentional him? when I saw this photo I was just like oh look he's in a sweatshirt that makes that sort
3: of looks like a wee a wee chainmail yes he's a very but, photogenic dog um yes. swashbuckling one piece it's got to be
2: You pirates yeah, Swashbuckling SpongeBob, as in Squarepants.
1: Okay, but but are either of those things
2: actually buckle and Swash? Yeah. yeah, the Flying Dutchman episodes. I mean, suppose he's, he's
3: he's a pirate.
2: Yeah, he that's has a... also that's the only thing I know about one piece. But he's
1: also, he, also <laughs> Mister. He's he's Mister Fantastic, and he's fighting like guys who turn into dinosaurs that are also cyborgs and stuff. It's like yeah, it's not exactly like your classic Swashbuckling tale, you know. <laughs>
2: Sponge in Bob. fact, he can, he
1: cannot be in the water. That
3: is that
2: that is no. It's ironic.
3: It's a cool weakness for him to have. Yes, but it also I, I think is One Piece good? Should part.
2: I dedicate my entire life to watching it?
1: No. If you if you want to absorb right. One Piece, okay. you should wa- you should read it instead of watching it.
2: Yeah, um, read
3: read it. And I think someone there's someone does One Piece abridged on like YouTube or something. Uh, but that's yeah, fun. you can you can speed can read he- it. Yeah. You can uh read it on the Shonen Jump app for like two dollars a month. You can there's a thousand chapters and you can just read it. It it is a shonen as shonen that like took over the world. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if
1: it's my I don't know if it's my cast one. answer. Oh yeah, sorry. It's certainly it's certainly more swashbuckly than the other two for sure. And it is it is a deep cut that I'm going to represent here on the show, <laughs> as is my way, and that is the Pirates of Dark Water. So. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> what was the what was the parrot monkey's name? You'll never get me to say that. It's secret knowledge that of course I do remember, but I'm not <laughs> going to tell you <laughs> Name two characters Captain Guy and his sidekick, the lady. <laughs> I just remember, I remember, like, the aesthetic was so cool, and it the toy was. line yeah, was absolutely. really, like, great, and, like, it just it just looked the part. I don't think I actually was in a position to watch it when I was a kid, because I remember it aired at weird times, so I never actually got to see any of it, like, in chronological order until I was an adult, and even then, only a few episodes, but, God, it just looked so cool. It made me want to watch it really bad as a kid, right? because <laughs> it, it, just, it just looked like a classic, you know, swashbuckling adventure tale. You had dudes, like, fucking, like using their knife to cut down sails and, you know, fighting big dudes with hooks for hands and shit. We were looking for Wren, Tula, and Nidler. Nidler was the monkey bird. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not going to say that for a variety of reasons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: playing with fire right there.
0: Yes. So uh, I don't really know that I have, like, a show that I know of that's very swashbuckly. Because I, the only kind of pirates thing I can even think of off the top of my head that I've got into was Pirates of the Caribbean, which is uh, whatever.
1: I mean, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie is like an all-time classic. It's still up yeah. to this day. So don't yeah. be ashamed about the first one, bud.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the the there was an old-timey computer game called Pirates that was the kind of game oh, where yeah, Sid Meier's where, Pirates. Yeah, Sid Meier's Pirates, where they had the the login, you had to tell them what the seventh word in the fourth paragraph on page 46 of the manual was. That was the proof that you bought it thing. So I remember like that yeah, game, oh, old school the copyright word? protection. Yes. Oh, yeah. The old school copy protection. What was so, the word? Who, who knows? You don't remember? No. No, I do not remember. Because, because it it asks you a different word every time. Every oh, time.
2: That's, that's smart.
0: It was brutal. It would be like page five. It would be like page five, fourth paragraph, third word. It, it, they bounced you around like a pinball, ping pong ball. You, it, the thing was, if you got one word right, you could just like punch it in a million times and just hope it finally let you in. But it was better to just buy the goddamn game and just be happy I, that. I way. I remember
3: Alone in the Dark had a little uh, a wheel that you had to like spin, like a code wheel that you had to spin. And, I remember
0: that kind of stuff. I remember yeah. code wheel. Yeah. Yeah, you you got your Green Lantern ring and you had to crack, use that shit to mm-hmm. crack open the game. So I, for modern stuff, I mean, I don't know that it fits like the exact genre of like piracy and stuff like that. But uh, the, the Horizon series of games are pretty swashbuckly because you're running around with a spear, like just murdering everything you can. And you're fighting with like primitive technology. So I, I do. And I love those games. So if you give me Weird, any excuse to it. slip them in. If you give me any excuse to slip those games then I will, which I'm sure those games should be, like, canceled because they're woke as hell because the protagonist is a woman. Boom. Um, so. Okay,
3: I'll change my answer from One Piece to the Assassin's Creed where you play as a pirate. Uh, that was one of the funner ones, so... There we uh, go.
1: That, that 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 certainly seems a lot more swashbuckly than One Piece. One Piece is yeah. like a superhero show. Don't
3: get me wrong, I love One Piece.
1: I'm caught up through the mark. but...
3: Yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag? question mark that that one there was like a
1: spinoff that i don't remember the name of but yes there was also there was another
3: one set in the pirate times yep
1: uh ho ho and a bottle of rum etc
3: genuinely one of the fun ones so yeah so uh leech from
0: buffalo and pancake peasants have two questions that piggyback off each other which is what happened to Sidney powell slash linwood
2: they're back on twitter
0: is is Sydney back on Twitter? I don't I know, know, but Lynn's I know back. Lynn is. Yeah, Lynn's back. Lynn's back on Twitter. He's still a crank. He's an idiot. Um he lost he, he basically lost a lot of his juice in the QAnon movement when he ran for the chair of South Carolina's Republican Party and got unceremoniously crushed. And he's just been flailing. I mean, he, he the, the guy He just doesn't have it anymore because nobody buys into him because he and Sydney were the Kraken. They were going to bring down the deep (laughs) state. They were going to give us justice. And this is the biggest problem with getting into QAnon when you're someone who's like actually in the arena. When you're actually an elected official or someone who has the ability to bring forth lawsuits, when you are in a situation where you can actually put up or shut up the last thing you should ever do is be like, I'm going to go full QAnon, because eventually you're going to get into a spot where people are going to be like, okay, time to, time to put up, time to time to take down the deep state, time to do it. I mean, there were plenty of times during the Cyber Monkeys, the, the, the Cyber Ninjas audit. No, <laughs> Cyber nope, Monkeys. Cyber That'll Monkeys. be the second one. Yeah, yeah I know. The, <laughs> the Cyber Monkeys. Because yeah, I, I, I Ron Watkins is Code Monkey, so it just... Those two things merge <laughs> in my brain all the time. But yeah, when the Cyber Ninjas audit was going on and Re- Wendy Rogers was like screaming and yelling about how we got him on the run, we're going to do it this time. And then nothing happens. Like, people were like, hey, Wendy, are you just going to ask us to retweet you? Or are you actually going to get a get proof that Biden stole this election? What's what's going on, Wendy? And and now the same thing's happening to her after that horrible libel slander hearing where she's disavowing it and suddenly the true believers are like but wendy you're where we go one where we go all you're supposed to be super pilled like why are you disavowing this lady saying that the governor is part of a a mexican drug cartel what's wrong You're, you're supposed to be our girl and so that's what happened to powell and wood was they released the kraken the Kraken was defeated very quickly with little incident and fanfare
1: off camera, just like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes!
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. We didn't have the budget for that. We had to pay no. Bill Knight. Just, uh, just imagine the cool fight against the Kraken that eventually killed it.
0: <laughs> yes! So that's basically what happened, and now Linwood and Sidney Powell are yesterday's news. And... In, I don't know, a year after Durham releases his report in two or three months, and the Republicans wave the report around and go, oh, Durham saw a lot of corruption. Ooh, we're going to have to have some hearings about this. And make that sand
1: people sound from Star Wars. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Damn right. And then. Oh, we don't do that
3: anymore. That's racist.
0: And then Durham will vanish into the wilderness to forget and be forgotten. And they'll get a new disposable hero who's totally going to get the deep state this time. And and on and on and on, so so it will forever go because that's how the scam operates. Racing against
1: whom,
3: Sarge. No, one. that's the joke. But it are you sure? Be are,
0: are you
1: sure? I wanted I wanted to I wanted, to, I wanted to put the squeeze. I need to see. Like, it, what what race exactly would you say those people are like? <laughs> if you had to say, it, if you had to guess, spiky
3: headed people.
1: There, <laughs> there's yeah. so, It's so subtle. I mean, just like most of George Lucas's depictions, like the the guys with the Trade Federation and the prequels, like. <laughs> the ones who are blockading Naboo, or whatever,
3: who who could tell?
1: Oh yeah, they, they, they could be representing any race. What's
3: what's the just, big deal? Just like don't J.K. care goblins. It. it could be yeah. anything.
1: Yeah, it could be anything. They're they <laughs> just short people. What with big noses? Don't worry about it. They love yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. so and operate banks. Don't worry about it. Nope, <laughs> yep, don't worry
0: about it. And and the other uh, and the and the house elves love being slaves. It's weird if you want to emancipate them. That is so strange that a character would look at slavery and think it wrong.
1: And then on page 140 of that one book, uh, Rod Weasley's just like, hey, Harry, how many genders are there? And the Harry Potter responds Two. it's sort of weird that you would even ask that and then they both <laughs> have five. And, uh, it's so weird. It's just like everyone's like, wow, real surprised. <laughs> real surprised <laughs> by the way it turned out. <laughs> Like, yeah, we, we thought that was kind of strange, but when I was reading it at 14, I just sort of glossed over that part.
0: <laughs> I I really want there to like people to go through it and now and like find out that there were a bunch of like Slytherin who were trans and it's weird that all the, the, the all the people Jake doesn't like go into the evil house of evil. It's just oh man, yeah, so the, funny.
1: The sorting hat has determined that you have kissed someone of your same gender, Slytherin! Slytherin <laughs> it is <laughs>
0: Do you believe in the Christian God? No. Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> Round Earth, Slytherin. Straight to Slytherin. The sorting hat knows the score.
3: This sorting hat is really pilled. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in the, in the movie, they changed it. In the in the books, it was actually a red baseball cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It was> re- <laughs> but for That's the movies, weird. they changed it up.
3: That was weird. Like so many years before. Yeah, it was be... really prescient.
1: Yeah, then, like, <laughs> they, they, they needed to stop they couldn't put that on film uh, because conservatives would see it as proof of actual witchcraft and then <laughs> J.K. Rowling couldn't get her billions of dollars on her platform to talk about trans Man,
3: had it been an actual red baseball cap fucking so many QAnon people's heads would have exploded like they, they believe I mean, well, in... where, where
1: the fuck are they for uh, what is it Mighty Max
3: Just, Yeah, the, Mighty
1: do, Max. I'm pretty sure I Mighty Max is a red baseball cap right yeah.
3: yeah it's they're right there with you and me the only like two people who remember Mighty Max, dude. There, there have to be weird fuck conservative thirty somethings, right? That remember <laughs> Mighty Max. Yeah, they're all over like geeks and gamers in the quartering.
1: Yeah, dude. I bet. I bet they would just be like, "Hey, ha- look, look at Mighty Max. Perfect show. No color representation at all. Big, big white night guy, owl person, <laughs> Caucasian Mighty Max. Deal, sick." <laughs> that, that, I... that was the America they wanted to bring us back. When, when they were talking about Great America, that was it. <laughs>
3: It was Magic Hat America.
0: Yeah. I was so going to say that the hat was red and then L just took it that extra extra level of the baseball cap. So I'm so glad that he got to make the joke before I did. So thank you. Thank
1: you. I love the idea of the sorting hat. just sorts anyone who's liberal (laughs) and slithered.
3: Yes. (laughs)
0: Sorting hat. So that brings us to our final question as always. What are you guys looking forward to?
1: That's a tough question. Oh, no, it's not really a tough question that I think about it. I have a weekend full of like exciting stuff that's going on. I have uh, D&D I'm running on Friday, then on Saturday I'm playing some sort of like big social deduction game that requires enough people to have like a party. So I think it's called Blood on the Clock Tower or something. Oh my
0: god, I'm so jealous of you. Oh, Blood on the Clock Tower. I've been, I've been wanting to play that for forever. I'll let you know how it is.
1: We're, 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 we're going out of our way to get 10 people together to do it this Saturday.
0: Oh, God, I, I'm off on nice. Sundays. Oh, canceled the Sunday. Oh, man, I want to play Blood on the Clock Tower so bad. The problem uh,
1: is all of our Sundays are spoken for because on Sunday, I am doing the One Piece card game uh, pre-release with my buddy Nick, Full Circle. Um, so that means, uh, unfortunately, Saturday is going to be our day for a bloody clock.
0: <laughs> if it's Saturday at noon, I can up for the first game, so.
1: <laughs> uh i didn't no, unfortunately it's going to be saturday starting at like five partially because i don't get out of work until three and they're big bros
0: no defeated Boom. yep get,
1: get wrecked that's that's the, the 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 price you pay for having your sunday off is that your saturday is makes you persona non grata
0: Yep, fair, fair. But yeah, because uh I actually saw the I saw Blood on the Clock Tower and I was like, man, this looks so interesting, but you need an army to play it, and then you were just like, We're doing it. Like, ah darn, rats and frats. So uh I hope I hope you enjoy that. That sounds like it's gonna be a ton of fun.
3: Uh, thanks, mate. I'm excited yep. that our Blood Bowl, our digital Blood Bowl league actually like is happening. Uh, it it got off the ground. I didn't know if it would happen, but it did. It, it reached escape velocity, and uh, we're on our second set of games. So I'm excited to do that. Well, uh it, it
1: helps that we didn't try to wait for any peripheral people. As soon as we got like the five people we knew that like had like had passing interest in it, it was just like fire it, fire it immediately. Like just all the rest of them are AI robots. Just fire it, make it go. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew if we waited it would just like start gathering dust. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I
0: inertia is a powerful force That's what I'll say. So yeah. So you get, you get it moving and now we can tell people, Hey, we got this functioning working blood bowl league. If you'd like to get into it, we can get you in for season two and so on and so on. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I'm also sort of excited for that, but yep. we'll, we'll see how the team shapes up. Yep. Haley, <laughs> what are you excited about?
2: Um, it's raining right now. So tomorrow I'm going to go look at the snow on the superstition mountains. Cool. Yeah. Like, I like snow in Arizona. That's much more
3: healthy than like our stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm just not enchanted by snow because we get it pretty frequently. Although, oh, it never
2: it. happens here. It's I'm excited. Yeah, you, I'm I mean, w-
1: watching all that footage of California being like, it's like here's Pasadena with three inches of snow on it. I'm just like, wow, those poor people. They must be totally fucked right now. Yeah.
2: yeah. Also, the Superstition Mountains are full of mystery. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> do you have a cryptid?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, there's a secret mine from a a, a lost Dutchman. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At at,
1: at night, under a full moon, you could hear his wooden shoes.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's actually kind of cool. Do you ever go looking for the secret mine?
2: No, you have. There was actually a show on, like, the History Channel or something similar where it was, like, Search for the Lost Dutchman Mine. And, like, you got to get really in there to start I don't think I'm built for that. Get lost and
3: die in there?
2: Yeah, like like you're going to fry your brain.
1: (laughs) You're going to find a a cave that has a pirate ship in it, like the Goonies, and the pirate ship is going to be called the Mining Dutchman. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you! (laughs) Boom. Nailed it. Anyway, Mike, what are you excited about, buddy? Take us home. Uh, I am excited for the fact that I am... Rank ninety three, so I'm seven perilous ranks away from infinite in Marvel Snap.
3: Oh, damn, so, no. I, I can't. Uh, I can never climb that high. <laughs>
0: yeah, I am. I uh, um for those of you who don't play, basically you just get a little like you don't get anything actually good for doing. You don't win any cards or anything for making infinite, but you get a knickknack, and the knickknack this uh, because it's the quantum realm that you can get a uh, a card back that's just like an hourglass with like blue sand but if you make it infinite you get golden sand in your hourglass so like my desperate quest for the golden sand is perilously close to completion or failure one of those two things is going to happen my
1: god mike m- man was not meant to reach such heights no that golden uh, sand was meant as a joke no one has ever claimed it before <laughs>
0: And on top of that, I'm also looking forward to the fact that I'm finally getting uh, my teeth cleaned by America's medical system and dentistry. So, yes, uh, the next two weeks I will be receiving what is called a, quote-unquote, deep clean. So that's going to be enchanting. Yeah, that's going to be enchanting slash painful slash annoying. But when it's over, hopefully uh, my my gum issues that I knew basically – I was at the dentist and they were like, you need a deep clean. And I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, we will schedule that for you. And then the world ended. (laughs) Smash cut to now, like three odd years later. And I was like, oh, right. That thing they said I needed to fix, I should probably have that looked into. So, yeah, finally taking care of situations thanks to the minimal, minimal uh, cost coverage of my alleged dental insurance, robust and outstanding.
1: Excellent. Well, on that note, it is time for us to flee from hellworld for the week. Uh this week let's say that we're we're crawling, we're on our knees and our hands and we're 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 just desperately crawling, crawling like 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 skittering babies. Away from Hellworld for the week. Yeah, that's right. That's the head shaking. <laughs> oh, mouth that yeah, that's that's what I wanted, Sarge. I was I was open for that one. Thank you so much for serving it up. But thank you, listener, for supporting the show. You can continue to support the show for free by giving us a five-star review wherever your podcast is provided from. Or just telling a friend or whatever you'd like. If you have some money and you want to donate it to the cause, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics where if you donate for $5 or more per month, you get access to our full back catalog of bonus content and any bonus content we produce in the future. Uh, we recommend our series where the whole gang gets together and discusses uh, Q-related pop media, uh, such as uh, Fall of the Cabal and our series Cabalin and uh, Out of Shadows and What We Do Out of Shadows and uh, 2,000 Mules and Mules Errand, uh, all sorts of stuff there. So thank you so much to our beautiful earth babies. We have a couple of new ones this week. So here's your shout out Mike from Connecticut or well, I guess it says CT. I should read it as written in case CT stands for something that's not Connecticut. Cat. Uh yeah, cat or, or from cat. it was <laughs> Connecticut. Are you sure it's not Christian timeline? Like this is this is this is the one where God really won, you know? The devil <laughs> It could be
0: could The be,
1: Devil man. finally got destroyed. God was like, you know what, I'm tired of fucking around. It just willed him out of existence because he could do that whenever he <laughs> wants to. Yeah. And yeah.
4: and it's Jason like S
1: uh yep. beautiful baby number two jason s to speak so thank you so much mike from connecticut or the christian timeline and jason s uh maybe jason s is also from the christian timeline maybe s is for saint look <laughs> at this mythology i'm building for our beautiful babies the, the, this, this is the sort of thing you get when you get your shout out i i make a, i make a mythology for a, a comic book that's a sequel to battle pope starring you as a, as a heroic time traveling warrior from the christian timeline Anyway, enough vamping. If you have money you don't want to give it to us, you can give it uh, to love146.org. They are a charity whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Sounds like a pretty good use of your money to me. Or just, you know, we believe in you. Uh, do, do what you feel is necessary with your money, including but not limited. Just spend it on yourself. Treat yourself. You're crushing it and we believe in you. Thanks as always to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. No social media for DJ Minimal Effort, because he is a real ding-dong. Uh, you can find Frosty, our buddy who does all of our voiceover stuff, at FrostyVO on Twitter. You can find the show at Hellworld, with a Q instead of an O. You can find myself at Hellworld L, spelled the same way. You can find Sarge at Sergeant Hell, and you can find Mike at Poker Politics, and you can find Haley, our special ghost, uh, special ghost, our special ghost! Uh Haley, tell the people where they can find you on social media.
2: Uh I'm just Arizona Right Wing Watch, so it's A Z underscore RWW on Twitter. But There yeah. we go. Any
1: any gram where you take pictures of your delicious food or anything?
2: No, I have a sub stack. It's Arizona Right Watch. Arizona Right Wing Watch. It's there we <laughs> the same go. Thing.
1: There you go. St- stack off with Haley if you wanna and if you want to hear more about the the crazy uh nonsense happening in her uh, home state. And thank you so much for uh, once again, being our, our Arizona correspondent as a, uh, as everything in the madness. If you're listening to this, and you happen <laughs> to be a cool liberal that is willing to talk on a podcast, if you live in Florida, God knows we would love to, 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 to binge your ear sometimes. So reach out to Mike uh, once again, Twitter at poker politics. So for another successful episode of the adventures in hell world podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the mysterious L. Uh, joined as sometimes by my lovely co-host, Sarge, and uh, uh, as frequently uh, by our uh, guest host, uh, Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. And as always, our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.